deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, listeners. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat. This is Tanisha Baker spinning the winning talk show designed with you in mind. You're listening to Talking With T, the show with the flow to keep you in the know. We keep it real and true as we do what we do. It's March 7th. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, comedian Wanda Sykes, poet Amanda Gorman, and actor Richard Lawson. On this date in history, the state of Georgia formally apologizes to musician Ray Charles in 1979. Also, a Selma to Montgomery civil rights march was halted as Alabama state troopers and sheriffs tear-gassed and beat marchers on this date in 1965. This horrible event was known as Bloody Sunday, and it became one of the hallmarks of the civil rights movement. The month of March recognizes endometriosis awareness, Irish-American heritage, brain injury awareness, breast implant awareness, national caffeine awareness, cerebral palsy, National Craft Month, and more. Today on the national calendar is National Be Heard Day, National Serial Day, and Flapjack Day. As we continue to celebrate Women's History Month, there are so, so many women that are deserving our honor, respect, and recognition. I encourage you to learn about women who help contribute so much as inventors, scientists, educators, actresses, singers, poets, doctors, judges, lawyers, pilots, athletes, politicians, and more. We applaud all women who have done remarkable things and have made a footprint in history. This week, we will highlight Michelle Obama from the south side of Chicago, who is much more than our beloved First Lady. She is a lawyer, writer, and activist. She focused her efforts on healthy living, poverty, and education. In her younger years, she attended Whitney M. Young Magnet High School, the city's first magnet high school for gifted children. She later went on to graduate from Princeton University before getting her law degree from Harvard. Her eloquence, passion, and advocacy has impressed the world, and we continue to respect her as a powerful woman of influence. Our theme this month is Motivated in March. You are encouraged to find that thing that gets you going. Find your why and your reason. Find what pushes you to take the next step when you feel you can't go on. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to today's T's tidbits. The war between Russia and Ukraine continues as the world grapples with ways to defuse the unstable Russian president, Vladimir Putin. Russia is the largest country in the world with a sizable military. Last week, we talked about the sanctions imposed on Russia that will hit them where it hurts, the pockets. Putin says this is a declaration of war as the Ukrainian president pleads for support from the world. 
the ripple of this war is widespread as we can see that with the rising price of gas. I went to get gas this past week and had to pull out my glasses because I just knew I wasn't seeing what was before me. Speaking of Russia, two-time Olympic gold medalist and Phoenix Mercury All-Star Brittany Griner has reportedly been detained in Russia on drug charges. A WNBA spokesperson also released a statement saying Brittany Griner has the WNBA's full support and our main priority is her swift and safe return to the United States. In recent years, faking injuries in order to slow down games in college football has been the subject of debate. The NCAA recently announced that it will not add rules for the 2022 season that will give referees the authority to penalize teams that are believed to be faking injuries. Senior executive for Estee Lauder, John Dempsey, has been forced to resign after posting a meme on his Instagram featuring a racial slur. So I pose the same question as many, many times before. Was it worth it? Public racism is not tolerated like it used to be, so y'all need to stop losing your jobs over your racist attitudes. Now, this really isn't news, but a recent report from NBC News came out revealing data that black people are killed by police at a higher rate than other groups. I guess the noteworthy part might be that even after George Floyd's death and others, the data shows that the number of black people killed by police has actually increased over the past two years. Colin Kaepernick is offering free autopsies for police-related deaths. Kaepernick's new service will provide families a second free autopsy with full access to the report. Last week, I mentioned about the struggle of Africans to leave the Ukraine. Well, Ukraine has acknowledged racist treatment of Africans fleeing Russian invasion. Ukraine's foreign minister said that African immigrants seeking to evacuate, quote, need to have equal opportunities to return to their home country safely. I also read where three black women came together to aid African students stuck in Ukraine dealing with racist mistreatment amid the Russian invasion. So far, they have helped more than 500 black students leave the country. Alicia Keys introduces a new graphic novel titled Girl on Fire, featuring a black girl superhero who's a 14-year-old from Brooklyn discovering she has superpowers. And Vice President Kamala Harris visited Selma, Alabama this past Sunday as the nation commemorates a date known as Bloody Sunday. The day in 1965 when white state troopers attacked black voting rights marchers attempting to cross the Edmund Pettus Bridge. She says we will keep making good trouble as she stresses the commitment to voting rights. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. And if that's not enough, what can I say? What can I do? Cause I've been loving you the best way I know how to. You are the only one that I can truly say I gave my best You woke me up and you showed me how to keep selflessly I gave up my love But now that I'm giving my best it's not enough, no, no, no 
In advance, played your favorite song Cause I know you let it dance But I played myself thinking I could be your man That I could be your man I've been loving you the best I can The best I can Designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, today I'm going to share some stories for trending news and hot topics that need a little clarification. And I figured who best to help me than our own top investigator, P.I. Pam, and the know-it-all, Professor J. I'm going to start with Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She is being sued for defamation by a former Park District attorney who accused her of cursing obscenities at him. And according to the court document, she allegedly unleashed a tirade during a meeting about a previously removed Christopher Columbus statue from one of their city parks after the 2020 protest against the murder of George Floyd. And I'm trying to figure out, Jay, Pam, you all might know, you can sue somebody for cursing you out? Now, I've never heard of somebody suing someone else for cursing them out, but I guess it would probably depend upon how many words and what words Auntie Lori strung together and possibly what suit she had on that day. Well, I shared the story on our Facebook social media page, so you all can read it for yourselves as well as the listeners. But I will say she did let quite a few words fly. Well, you know what? That man is tired. He's that stressed him out as mayor. Wait a minute. You know, that's why I can't even have food with Pam. Instead of 
providing clarification, she's adding confusion to the story. I, it took me a second to catch on. I'm going to move on. I got another one I need y'all to help me with. A teacher was hospitalized after a five-year-old Pines Lakes Elementary student attacked her. This is according to the Pembroke Pines Police Department. The student used fists and feet to hit his teacher on this past Wednesday while they were in the cool-down room. The child started to throw things around, flip chairs, and an officer responded to the classroom, found the teacher sitting on the ground against the wall. She was feeling, quote, faint, weak, and dazed before she started coughing and dry heaving. This is according to the report. The fire rescue personnel used a stretcher to take the teacher out of the classroom and took her to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood. The student, keep in mind, I said this student was five years old, is facing a charge of aggravated assault with hands, fists, and feet. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Jay, because you might be more familiar with imagining how this went down. Have you ever heard or seen such? Now, I know the five-year-old can have some pretty serious temper tantrums. Um, I have a five-year-old nephew, and while he's grown out of the particularly crazy tantrums because he knows that we don't play that, um, I know that they can get they can get kind of wild, but not to the extent of sending a whole adult to the hospital on a stretcher. I mean, on a stretcher, mm-hmm. and a five year old is a pretty good size for a grown person to be able to pick up, restrain, or you know find some other way of keeping the child at bay. I'm just trying to, I I can't make sense of it uh, unless this teacher needed some days off and this was her way of trying to get said days off because ain't no way a five-year-old is going to throw that kind of a tantrum to send me to the hospital. No, ma'am, no, sir. Yeah, I agree, Jay. That's why they need to be offering we call it TCI here, but it's really restraint classes for every teacher because situations like that, you could put them in a, a simple hold until someone can come in there and handle it or they can take that child on out. I've worked in a few mental facilities with little kids, and they can get very strong, but not strong enough where you're going to send me to the hospital. She was faint. Weak and dazed. I'm just, okay. Pam, I like your idea of providing these restraint classes or courses to help people if they were to be in this situation. Again, I needed help because I couldn't imagine getting beat up by a five-year-old and being carried to the hospital on the stretcher. That's just me, and, I, you know, I appreciate y'all sharing some insights into that. So we'll move on to the next story. A housekeeper for Chris Brown has filed a $50 million lawsuit after claiming she was attacked by his Caucasian shepherd dog at his California home in December 2020. She's suing for emotional distress, loss of income, and pain and suffering. She's actually, to break it down, $20 million for the pain and suffering, $20 million for emotional distress, and $10 million for loss of income. Now, 
I'm clear on why she should be compensated. I get that. that It was a vicious attack from what I read in the article. But where I'm a little confused and need help is the loss of income. As a housekeeper, she's saying that she's going to lose $10 million. I need to look into this. Have I missed something? Clearly we all have because I, I, what's he breezy got in his house that, would require $10 million worth of cleaning. Uh, <laughs> I have no answers for that. Yeah, was she was she cleaning paintings that's worth a million dollars, $2 million, sculptures, um, porcelain gold sinks? I mean, I'm trying to figure out what she was cleaning that was worth $10 million that you're going to miss. I mean, I know she's probably had some loss of income and she recovers. That just seemed a bit extravagant to me and that's why I was asking y'all maybe I'm missing something maybe the rate has gone up on on what housekeepers are paid well if that's the case we all need to be housekeepers well that was my next point yeah (laughs) we need to change talking with T to cleaning by T (laughs) (laughs) and then I hadn't heard much lately about smashing grabs but apparently they are still going on. I read that people have been hitting the Walgreens across the country. For what? <laughs> well, I saw this one video. The man appeared to grab some deodorant and toothpaste and maybe some little snack cakes, just random things. He wasn't even in the pharmacy where you think maybe that's where they would go. But So they're risking their freedom for some suave deodorant and some Dove soap. That's what Trusty. it looked like to me. Ivory. <laughs> well. And the, and the oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> exactly. This one, this one particular story I saw, though, I think the reason it made the news or caught my attention is one of the customers in that was a little perturbed about the man coming in to do the smash and grab and start throwing bananas at him. Y'all have to look at it for yourself. It was crazy. Wait a minute, doing what? <laughs> you know how they had the little baskets with fruit by the register? Yes. Where they started throwing bananas at the man. And then he started throwing some little snack cakes and snacks back at him. And, I mean, he left. I don't know why they're not able to catch all these people if he had time to do all of that, but. So what I'm hearing you say is he smashed and grabbed the Tussie and the Irish Spring, and it was subsequently mm-hmm. followed by a whole food fight in Walgreens. Got right. It. Yeah, you got it. And he still got away. And he still got away. I want y'all to... I was just getting ready to say, Jay, where's the long side? <laughs> there it was. <laughs> There's nothing left in me. I want you all to really listen and dissect this next story. Paula Murray wasn't thinking about the car she rented from Hertz in 2016 until she walked into a state police station in January 21 to finalize her new job as a dispatcher. And she had filled out her paperwork, got a background check, And she had even brought her grandkids along with her to see her start this new career. But instead, the children watched their grandmother be handcuffed and arrested for allegedly stealing a car 
she'd in fact returned to Hertz five years earlier. So she lost her job. She spent the next three months trying to get answers from the car rental company, and her charges were finally dismissed back in March. And here's the kicker. She is only one of 230 plaintiffs suing Hertz for false arrest and in some cases prosecution. They say there are probably more cases out there that they don't know about yet, but in recently unsealed court documents, Hertz admitted it files an average of 3,365 police reports about stolen vehicles involving customers each year. Now, what is unclear is how many of them were actually innocent, so I guess they're digging into that now. But can you imagine? No, I can't imagine, especially losing my job that I haven't even started. And then it seems like they didn't even give her the chance to get a job back. Right. No. That's the part for me. I believe. Now, that's a lawsuit. Now, I don't know about $10 million in lost wages, but I definitely see that there are some lost wages here because she already had the job. She was getting ready to start. Right. Now, I've heard of people getting rental cars that are similar to their own car and changing, switching the tires out, but... Do what now? <laughs> that's that's how go, planting seeds. That's what I That's what I heard that people be doing. <laughs> There's a car with similar tires to theirs. Theirs are as bald as bald can be, so they'll just switch them on out and return the rental car with the bald tires on, and they got some new ones. So I'm guessing that's cheaper than buying four new tires. And it is. Okay. Pam, I need you to stop planting these seeds for the listeners. Please, and thank you. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. But I'm just thinking, Hurts out here having people arrested for stealing cars that they've returned, that's not cool at all. I don't think I will be written a car from Hertz ever. I can't take that chance. Keep these receipts. Keep the receipts. I guess. Well, that's all I have. I appreciate you all sharing some insights and providing some clarification for the questions I had on the stories shared today. You can find the link to most of these on our social media pages. But I guess that'll be it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. 
Today, I will do what others won't, so tomorrow, I can do what others can't. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.